0: Connect with Jason on Twitter at Jason Grill. Connect with the show on Twitter at Grill Nation Show and online at grillnationshow.com. Welcome, your host of Grill Nation, always dressed up and ready to go, even in a radio studio. Here's Jason Grill. Hello, and welcome to Grill Nation with Jason Grill. I'm your host. You're listening to KMBZ 980 a.m. and also joining uh, me as well today on iTunes. Or Stitcher if you're via podcast and at GrillNationshow.com, where you can find all of our guest supporters of our show, and photos of our guests, plus all of our podcasts as well, are on GrillNationshow.com. Appreciate you joining us again today, and I appreciate you contacting me via social media at GrillNationshow and at Jason Grill on Twitter. I uh, love hearing from you on the social media channels. Today's show, uh, first off, let me uh, get to our partners and supporters of the show who make this thing run. Our title sponsors of the show are Trusts, MoBank, BOK Financial, and Two West Advisors. Contributors to the show are The Rieger and Jay Rieger Co. Ryan Maybe is a uh, bi-monthly guest. One Light Luxury Apartments. And today's featured uh, guest host, uh, Clifton Alexander... Reactor Design Studios, a guest host and on-air contributor and partner of the Grill Nation Show. He's joining me now in studio. We have a fun show today, uh, Clifton. How are you? I am very good, Jason. Good to see you again. Thank you, sir. So, uh, first off, let's let's preview our show, and then we'll kind sure. of we'll kind of get into some updates here after that. Uh, who's coming on the show today? Who have you uh, brought in, and what yeah. is our what is our uh, what is our talking uh, talking points yeah. today? What, what is our our big subject today?
1: So I thought it would be really fun to bring in some of my senior designers from Reactor, my company. And so I'm bringing in Chase Wilson, who's been with me for over 10 years, maybe almost 11 years now, and Julie Walter, who just celebrated her five-year anniversary at Reactor. So these are both uh, two powerhouse designers in Kansas City. They work at Reactor designing and creating every single day for our uh, awesome clients, so I thought it would be a lot of fun to just have those guys in and just to talk about design and talk about creativity and all the things that are associated with that and how it affects business and all those sorts of things. It's the stuff that so we this, do every day. Yeah. So right? this is a uh, so,
0: this was going to be a high level, yeah. uh, really kind of get down and dirty about design and creativity yep. and how it affects the bottom line. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and, and and how it's how 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 you. As a, as a designer has have stood out, and what does it mean? What does it mean? Uh, why would anyone care about it? Uh, wh- right. What's the process? You know, uh, how do you make moments that people remember? And uh, what's the industry like here in Kansas City? And I think it's going to be interesting for our listeners because uh, there's so much so much noise out there about about how designing and how creativity and how social media has changed kind of everything. And so I'm oh, really yeah. interested to talk to you guys about. Yeah. Uh, to experienced people in the industry, mm-hmm. as well as yourself, uh, about how this has affected business and, and really how it uh, changes ways that uh, people, industries think and uh, how it could change uh, people's lives and, and their businesses' lives. Yeah, I totally agree.
1: And it, it's such an interesting world that we are in and everything has changed even dramatically in the last three or four years from what it, what it used to be to be in business and to care about things like design is just a totally different place than we were uh, even five years ago. Mm -hmm. And so we'll
0: talk a little bit about that today. And uh, Chase is from a art background? Yeah, Chase went to Kansas City Art Institute
1: Institute like I did just a few years after I did. Okay,
0: so that was the kindredness. You guys were together. totally,
1: totally. We understand that concept of uh, being a designer, but also an artist first and what that means to um, be creative on that level starting as an artist and translating that into what it means to be a designer and the order and um uh the way that design has everything sort of put together art is kind of can be very explosive and and out there and design tends to button things up Mm -hmm. so how do we take that um and so chase and i have both worked very well together over the years because of that
0: same sort of background joining chase again chase wilson again will be julie walter and she uh she comes out of Kansas State and uh, had a uh, creative arts degree as well.
1: Yeah, she was a designer at K State. A little bit different type of a college uh, scenario mm-hmm. there than Kansas City Art Institute. They have but, a football team. Um, I and heard. they have yeah they have a football team. Kansas City artists Institute like didn't yeah. have a football team. No, did no sports at all. <laughs> we had an intramural <laughs> soccer team called the Black Lung. By the or way, where like is that. the Kansas City Art Institute? It's right across the street from the Nelson Atkins Museum of Art. Okay. It's actually in between the Kemper Museum and the Nelson, directly across the street from both. You
0: know, I've heard so much about it over the yeah. years, but I have never. Yeah. It's on a beautiful
1: campus, it. amazing old buildings, great studios, one of the top 10
0: art schools in the country. Mm-hmm. Right, you know, I've always heard that. And uh, what, what is the enrollment like at a school like that?
1: It's something, I don't know, seven, 800. Oh, so wow. That's pretty small.
0: Yeah. That's pretty big, but though. Small
1: but big, I guess. Right?
0: Yeah, I was expecting more under 500. No.
1: That's cool. That That's me. Assuming and thinking that's about the number. <laughs> well, you're, you're not getting <laughs> emails every day that. with no. uh, updates. <laughs> I'm not.
0: It's don't quote me on the number. I, I'd be interested to see kind of how, um, as we talk about these subjects today on kind of a high level and how it impacts uh, people's businesses, whether you are own your own company, work for a company, and how creativity and design can affect uh, your clients and uh, their bottom line. Um, I, I just it's interesting to me to, to know see how many people are applying to art art institutes these days, mm-hmm. and with with what we'll talk about in the next yeah. seven with the changing landscape and yeah. creativity and design, yeah, and, and how the curriculum might be changing, or is it is it like law school where it's it's they kind of teach you all these different things about how to be analytical and how to think for both sides, and then but then at the end of the day when you take the bar exam and become a lawyer, you're kind of you're a fish out of water, right? right. Unless you you're doing <laughs> yeah. uh, tax law or something, you know, all the law. you know, you're sitting in an yeah. office. When you go to court, it's kind of like, Oh God, this is nothing I learned at law school. Uh, yeah. Design is,
1: school is kind of like that. I mean, it, you, you, you're working your on, you're working on theoretical projects in design school that are, that are sort of the best case scenario in, in all regards. Right. Mm-hmm. And once you get out into the world, you realize that the actual budget the client has is nowhere near what you would want or the, the directive or what the client really wants versus what you think they want can sometimes not, or what you think they need mm-hmm. and sometimes not jive. And so you have to, you have to ebb and flow and you have to go with it. Whereas in design school, you're making up everything and in, in sort of the best case scenario. And so it is different. It's very different, but you know, with both of these guys, they both came out of school and they learned extremely quickly and were able to jump into the environment and be uh, rock stars from day one and, Both of them have just been winning awards all over the country and doing amazing work for Reactor since the day they graduated. So,
0: Website for uh, Clifton Alexander is ReactorKC.com. You can find bios of Julie and Walter and Chase Wilson, who will be our guests following the break. Um, What else has been going on, Clifton? Uh, I know you've been uh, out and about.
1: Always out and about. I'm actually headed to New York in a couple of weeks here. I'm going to be a um, judge for the DMA International Echo Awards, which is a pretty big deal. They invited me up there. This was kind of on the heels of, of my company winning best of show at our local DMA, which is the Direct Marketing Awards. Mm-hmm. They invited me to New York to judge the final round of their uh, big international award show, wow. which we have a couple of pieces in as well. And so I'm hoping for a good showing
0: there. I saw you gave a speech the other day, too, in Kansas City.
1: Yeah, it was called The Infamous Art of Self-Promotion, and you you know, and a lot of people know that we are not shy about uh, promoting our company as a brand around, <laughs> around town, and so I did a whole uh, kind of 45 minutes, an hour on just kind of what that looks like, and what we've done over the years, and what worked, and what didn't work. And How was that received? It was, it was very well received. The crowd was a good crowd. I got a couple of really awesome notes at the end just saying um, that it was good, and they got some good practical tips, hopefully. Uh, at the end of that, but yeah, our, the art of self promotion—we're
0: we're we're, uh, we're very good at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate you joining me today. We'll be right back after the break. We'll have Chase Wilson and Julie Walter joining Clifton Alexander from Reactor Design Studios, ReactorKC.com, a monthly guest here on the Grill Nation Show. You're listening to 980 AM and GrillNationShow.com. Thanks for joining us. welcome back to the uh, Grill Nation show on KMBZ 980 AM. I'm your host, Jason Grill. I appreciate you joining us as well as always on podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio or on grillnationshow.com. Lucky to have on a uh, guest host and contributor to the show, Clifton Alexander from Reactor Design Studios located in the Crossroads here in Kansas City. Their website is reactorkc.com. Great thought leader in uh, the Kansas City area, and uh, it's great to have him on as a guest each and every month, uh, doing great work at Reactor Design Studios. And joining Clifton Alexander, as we mentioned in our first segment, is Chase Wilson and Julie Walter from Reactor Design Studios. Welcome to the show, guys.
2: Thanks. Thank you. It's
0: great to have you in here. It's a lot of energy in the room today. I'm, <laughs> I'm the least creative person here by far. Um, uh, okay, so Chase, we kinda talked a little about your background. Uh give us a flyover of kind of you know what you do at Reactor and kind of uh your story, a brief story. You know, we know you went to Casey Art Institute, but right. fill us in right. on some of the other holes there.
2: Yeah, sure. So I've been uh, with Reactor for eleven years now and uh You've eaten
0: a lot of tacos. I read it I have it. I <laughs> hit a lot of tacos, that's <laughs> for sure.
2: You know, the classic uh, intern first employee story.
0: Um <laughs> That's crazy. You know, I mean, that's pretty awesome that you've been at Reactor for 11 years. I mean, that, that is, it seems to be somewhat more rare in our culture these days. Very, very rare, especially Especially in in creative industry. Yeah. in your guys' industry seems like, it seems like people are.
1: And I probably would say it's less of a factor of, of, of me being really a great uh, boss and more of Chase being really good at um, putting up with everything for all those years right, (laughs) (laughs) or something. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> so,
0: yeah. so you lead the design basically you're the creative director for the for the business
2: yeah, right I kind of uh, you know lead and manage all of the, the the creative side of things um, I think I've got a pretty good voice on the other side of the business too just uh, you know making sure we're on the, the right path uh, mm-hmm. as a company you know mm-hmm. when in relation to uh, all the projects we do in creative so
0: so you grew up in Oklahoma I did it's you know. interesting. Uh, and then you, uh, made your way to Kansas City Art Institute, which I just found out is like a top 10 school in the country for art and, yeah. and creative design. Yeah. It's a, it's
2: a nice little, uh, unknown place. I
0: guess. That's cool. <laughs> so Fair on way. your, uh, on your headshot, you have, you're eating a donut and drinking an iced coffee, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Iced
2: coffee is kind of my, my thing. Um, you know,
0: I got a regular coffee this morning mm-hmm. and I, I thought about the iced coffee mm-hmm. and I was like. I went back and forth, but it always seems to be a good choice. The ice coffee, oh yeah, especially in the summer.
2: Yeah, it's great in the summer. I mean, you get all. So are donuts? Yeah, (laughs) donuts are always good, right?
0: (laughs) Okay, so we got Chase with us and Julie. Uh, Tell me your title again. I don't know if I can pronounce it correctly.
3: (laughs) The visual virtuosa.
0: Okay, so you got your start working on Photoshop and collecting paint samples as a young child. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Tell me about that.
3: I used to. So my parents have always been into home decorating and I used to go through model homes as a kid for fun with my parents. <laughs> and so I was always into home stuff and they were always at Home Depot. And so I would just go off to the paint aisle by myself I started collecting all the paint chips. Hmm. And I hole punched the corner and would make a ring and have my own swatch books and I basically made a Pantone book before I knew Pantone was so a thing. So <laughs> you were totally
0: into a young age, a young age and then oh, you went yeah. off to K-State. And yep. did, uh, got an arts degree from there. Yes. So that, you had the different experience where you had the full college experience plus the arts degree, where yes. these guys, uh, were on the plaza every day. <laughs> we just went to a weird little <laughs> art <tooling> school. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, apparently you are uh, into pop culture.
3: Yes. Yeah. Tell me I, about that. I have always been a huge fan of TV and movies. And, uh, it was always my dream to work for movies and be in the background. Like, if you see a, menu the characters are at a restaurant. I always wanted to make that fake menu. <laughs> so
0: oh, I get it. All yeah. my
3: all my school projects always had, you know, names. You know, Michael Scott was the person on the business card or <laughs> you know, stuff like that. So I, I still try to instill a little
0: bit. Can we bit can we get Julie some freelancing gigs uh in California? Yes. Oh, she yeah. can she can start the Reactor Design yes. Studios California. We've, We've talked, talked about that. We've already talked about it, <laughs> about it. it. It's it's talked talked She can be it, working from Venice yeah. Beach. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep Yep. That is cool. So you're the visual virtuoso. And Julie, you've been at uh, Reactor for five years. Is that right?
3: Yeah, just had my five-year anniversary this month. So
0: Very employee cool.
3: number three, and mm-hmm. it's been five years. Kind of crazy.
0: And how many employees are there in your, on your team now?
1: We're at seven full-time and a couple
0: of interns as well. Getting very close to that best places to work for the Kansas City business Show. I know. Gonna put a Plug in there. I think I you have to have nine <laughs> employees. I know. We're close. Hire we're close. me is a, a ten ninety nine, and we'll just, <laughs> we'll, just, we'll just we'll just let that rock. Perfect. Uh, okay, so guys, let's kind of start this conversation off. Uh, you know, Clifton and I were talking offline about you know what what is design, what what does it mean to people? Like, if, if you're a listener listening right now and you're uh, own a business and you you turn into this show and you're like. Here, what is design? Like, what is that? Like, what does it mean in 2017 and and why should we care about it? Whoever wants to start off, uh, I'll let you guys, the the creative people in the room take that question.
2: Yeah. So honestly design, I mean, really is everything around you. Um, Everything you can, you can look and see within reach right now has been designed by somebody. Um, Whether that's good design or bad (laughs) design um, is another thing, but um, As far as we're focused, it's all things that are marketing, advertising related, you know, anything related to your logo, your brand. Um, You know, we often say that it goes all the way down to like your, how you answer the phones, you know, is that that's within our realm of design, Um, the things that affect all of your customers and um, your employees.
0: And so, and and Julie, why should we care about those things? Why should a business or a human being care about Mm. a logo? A brand, a yeah. direct mail piece. Well I mean,
3: visually it's you know, it's your first impression. Yep. I mean, as a person, you always want to make a great first impression with mm. how you act and dress and how you are as a person when you're meeting somebody. So mm-hmm. how can you do that as a as a business, as an organization, to have an impression <laughs> on someone and that's where design comes in, is that becomes that first impression.
0: Is that is it become more of a less is more society with that for logos? Yep well branding it, or is it an, less and, is
1: more in general we've had this conversation very recently about how there are as as chase said everything around you is designed right but there's something about the way that we work as a professional design team that's thinking about our clients that's doing things that are thoughtful there's something about the the restraint that we show in the design that actually enhances and boosts the design. So sometimes you don't have to have a lot of bells and whistles for something to be really, really well-designed and really thoughtful and perfect for that client. And there's a tremendous amount of that restraint that we have to show in order to make it the perfect thing for whatever that client needs. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people out there that will just add more and more and more and add more bells and add more whistles and more colors and more die cuts and more this and that. And the other thing, we just had this conversation yesterday and it can end up looking really terrible and not be a good first impression because it's just too much. It's over the top, you know? Mm-hmm. And so there's, there, there's a big, um, scenario there where I think, I think restraint is the biggest thing that a professional good, um, Designer has that other people
0: don't have. We've seen that movement in websites too. I feel oh, like yes. So, <laughs> you know, I just redid one of my websites, and it's it's just one page. Yeah.
1: Remember when we used to have we used to design websites that had like it was like on a planet, and those all the other planets would spin around <laughs> it, and you'd you'd flick these things, and there are noises and video games, and, and you know all that stuff, right? <laughs> like that was part of your website. It was like an experience. And now we've gone away completely to that, and to say, how do we get people to where they need to go is as that quick is as possible.
2: that because
0: of the mobile element you think
2: that's a huge part of part is it of for sure. I mean yeah everybody wants the information quickly
0: mm-hmm. and you know easily um, that's a good point uh okay guys um so how have things changed this is something that that I've noticed in 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 the, in the last few years is that uh, design is is less it's it's more impersonal now. It's it's am I saying that right, Clifton? It's it's It's, not as personal as it used to be. It's more about like you said, quick, easy.
1: But but it becomes more personal than it used to be. It does. There's a lot more. There's a lot more communication happening via virtual channels. Right. Snapchat, LinkedIn, as a brand, and Chase Chase and I we um has a has a good way to kind of describe that with the direct messaging and things like that, and how brands communicate with their customers.
2: Yeah. So, you know, if you look back on advertising and history, it was always a company saying, you need this product, mm-hmm. right? We're saying this exists and you have to have it. Uh, we we kind of went in this other, uh, when social media came out, we decided that we need to be real to our fan, to our fans and our customers. And so it was all about like talking to, real, to people as a company, you know, so a big brand. And then promoting the fact that we were talking to other people. Um, I feel like now it's gone. You know, if you look at Snapchat, you look at um, even LinkedIn, um, everything is gone kind of back to private where you can still talk to these companies, but it's, it's just this one-on-one message. So if you send a snap to, to Wendy's and they snap you back,
1: you're the only two people that know about that. Mm -hmm. But it's it's very, it becomes very personal. And just yesterday I was at Chipotle and I had this random thought. Of course you were. Yeah, I had this random thought (laughs) when there's the sign that says, do not discard the basket, right? And I thought, I "I wonder how many of these baskets they lose on a daily basis. So I took a picture of it and I tweeted it to Chipotle. Like, hey, Chipotle, how many of these baskets do you lose every day? And 10 minutes later, I got a response from Chipotle. It wasn't a DM, it was a direct, but it's the same concept. And they basically said, We don't really know. And then they said, How many have you lost? (laughs) Right. And we got into this fun little conversation, but I was communicating directly with somebody at Chipotle. I mean, that's pretty cool. It makes it, it, it brings your sort of fandom up a notch when you feel like you're so connected to a company that you can communicate one on one with them.
0: That is interesting. Very good point, point. and I had the same experience with an airlines a few weeks ago. We'll talk about that after the break. We're yeah. with uh, the great folks from Reactor Design Studios: Chase Wilson, Julie Walter, and Clifton Alexander. Looking forward to segment three. We're going to go over some case studies here and really kind of tell you why and how you can cut through the clutter and stand out more with your design and your brand. You're listening to Grill Nation on KBZ 980
2: AM.
0: Welcome back to the Grill Nation show on KMBZ 9, 8 a.m. I'm your host, Jason Grill. Thanks for joining us again today. Uh, here with Clifton Alexander, Reactor Design Studios, as well as Chase Wilson, uh, creative director, lead creative director at Reactor Design Studios and Julie Walter, who is the visual virtuoso at <laughs> Reactor Design Studios. Their website is ReactorKC.com. Great folks here do great work in the Kansas City area and across the country. Uh, we were talking about kind of brands and designs and people being more uh, personal with social media these days. And there's kind of been a movement back to that in our last segment. Uh, Julie, you you wanted to chime in there? We, yeah. we ran out of time. Yeah.
3: Another, um, another thing that I know we've all seen with how brands are becoming more personal is even if you're not talking to Chipotle, for example, you might be talking to your friend, you know, and I feel like people are really the voice boxes for these brands now, you know, everyone's there's bloggers or if your friend on Facebook says, Hey, I tried this product and I really like it. People are excited to talk about things that they like now. There's that platform for that. So I feel like there's, there's a much bigger community around brands and people will for better or for worse, (laughs) talk about them. And
0: I think that it's created more business for industries like you guys with Mm with the, with the more of the social media web design and it's created more business for people like me who work in crisis com uh, and media relations <laughs> yes. because there seems to be a lot more stuff happening on mm-hmm. social media. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I had the same experience with Southwest Airlines. I was I've usually fly Delta, but I flew Southwest and I was on the runway for like two hours and the wow. other planes were taking off and I just chimed in, chimed in and added Southwest. I had a response within like five minutes, a DM. Ended up nice. getting a voucher. For a hundred bucks. I'm like, wow, that was good customer service. Nice. Within 24 hours. So.
1: They're watching that. The key thing is that they're not just out there. They're also watching and responding. Participating. They're participating. They're looking for stories. They're listening to people and they're responding to people. The good brands are anyways.
0: Mm -hmm. One of the things I haven't mentioned yet uh, many times we've had you on the show is that you guys also make do websites. It's not just logo and designing creative, creative branding and marketing and websites too.
1: And we see that as a key tool to having a brand. And I mean, in 2017, you can't have a company and not have a website, right? And so that's part of that marketing mix. It's part of the what you need kinda to be Kind of have, have to have, to. have
0: social media. You too. have to have
1: social media. You have to have a website, and you have to have a brand of some kind to help. What to, would you say is
0: the path. number one uh, social media spot you have to be in? All three of you it guys. Depends. If, you're, if you're a company, my answer to that is that
1: it depends on what kind of company you are. Well, consumer, some companies, consumer, facing, consumer facing. I would say Facebook or consumer facing. Instagram.
2: You, you probably have to be on all of them.
0: Yeah. Okay. Honestly. Like, B 2 b It's B2B so hard these totally days different. with uh, with Facebook ripping off Snapchat's Instagram videos thing, and now I'm like, you know, do I do I post the same thing I posted on? I mean, it's just right. kind of too social it's more media confusing for the the user. Yeah. And I'm kind of loyal to Snapchat. I like it. Anyways, <laughs> um, okay, so guys, we're going to go over some case studies here and things you've worked on. Uh, if you want to start there, and then we can kind of go through your process on those types of things that you've worked on. Also, too, I want to talk about, um, you know, the business of creativity and and go through kind of how you guys cut through the clutter and stand out in your, your daily lives with, with what you do. So why don't we just start off with a successful case study, then we'll go through the process. Want to start us off, uh, Chase or Julie? Either one of you?
3: Oh man, <laughs> maybe not on the case. studies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's
1: <laughs> fine. That's that's fine. With I think Chase. So, so, so my 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 take on this, and I want to I want to have Chase kind of talk through this a little bit. But um, two of the ones we want to talk about a little bit, if we have time today, one is for a printing company, and it was a one-off project that we created mm-hmm. for that printing company to help them boost their sales for a printing company. For a printing company, they're the largest printing company in Kansas City, one of the biggest in the country. But you know they have needs too, to, to sell their services. Right. Mm -hmm. So that would be a one-off project. We don't think about that. We don't think about that. Right. That's a true B2B thing. And then the other one is for a company where we literally changed their name, their identity, their brand, their website. We changed not who they were and what service they were providing, but we changed how they were perceived to their customers into the community and just, just the way that's sort of impacted their business. So those are two different things. Um, but I, I think Chase can talk a little bit about the Henry Worst thing. Sure.
2: So, um, this, this project really kind of covers everything we're talking about in this segment, you know, how to cut through the, the clutter, how to, um, you know, kind of get in front of people that are hard to get in front of. That's a, it's a big thing of what we're kind of doing these days is, um, reaching the unreachable, um, so
0: this uh, this kind of piece is I like that I'm gonna write that down. I like that. I'm writing I'm, that's gonna be my uh, my tagline for the day. <laughs> How do you reach the unreachable? <laughs> uh,
2: you know, and so that's uh, that's that's small quantity, um, you know, higher price point per piece, but you know, at the end of the day, if you land one of these clients that you're trying to to go out that you're chasing, um, it's a huge payoff for you. And so um, this project, they actually did land one of those clients and. So they were trying to get the 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 bigger fish, you know, kind of across the country that prints a lot of stuff a month, mm-hmm. and um, they ended up um, winning this one large job that was, um, it was maybe, around sixty thousand yeah.
1: dollars just for that one job. Right. But then you consider that hopefully they they turn into a long term client. Right. And what what kind of collateral did you guys that.
0: design for that? Yeah.
2: So this one was really fun because it, um we. We um, part of our process is we have these like really in-depth kickoff meetings and we get down to all of the details of like why we're sitting at the table with them. You know, what are their problems? Um, What are they trying to, to solve? Like, you know, how what's successful to them? And so the thing that came out of this meeting with this client was that they felt like they were the perfect pair with these types of clients. And so we we came back to the to the group and um, kind of put a lot of our uh, brainstorming time together, and um, we came up with this idea of the uh, perfect pairing of um, chips and salsa. So you know, think about how <laughs> it sounds good to me right now. So <laughs> know, keep going on this yeah, one. This yeah. Is so um, we ended up mailing um, a a jar of salsa that we had custom labeled, and then a bag of chips that we had custom labeled. And we actually sent them in a metal um, lunchbox. And um, so it's just the whole, this whole like, you know, eating lunch, po- open up your lunchbox and like seeing these perfect pair. And like the, all the messaging was related to like how great we are together and how much we can help you. You know, you can't have one without the other. Um,
3: Reinforcing that partnership. Yeah,
2: theme. yeah. And so um, it was cool because you, we, I mean, when was the last time you got a lunchbox in the mail?
0: You know, like never, we didn't put this when you guys drop stuff off at our offices. (laughs) Right. Um, What did you receive at your office the other day? (laughs) A a noodle, a (laughs) pool noodle. That's right. All right. Um, But that's interesting. I would never have thought about that. I would never have thought about that. And how That that came out of the big kickoff in the process that you guys institute. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's like, okay, if you are the perfect partner with these types of clients or you're the perfect pair of the perfect, you know, instead of saying, we're just going to produce something for you, we're actually a partner with you. Well, what are things in our daily lives that are perfectly partnered right. or paired right. together? Um, the milk and cookies thing came out of that as well, where they were talking about maybe at meetings, they'll actually show up to the meeting with milk and cookies mm-hmm. to keep that that ball rolling. Um, there's a there's a bunch of different ways you could take that. But the the main sort of theory was, right. let's find some things. Let's send them to them as physical samples of, of kind of who we are.
0: That's mm-hmm. kind of your guys' thing. That's your creativity. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's not I mean, just a uh, a logo or brand all the time. It's a it's a something that gets your attention. That's exactly right. Yeah, it's
2: the whole package. And looking at that project too, I mean, you know, we really helped talk through with the client what happens when the salespeople are emailing them. You know, thinking about that messaging of the perfect partnerships. Um, when they did get a, land a meeting, which was the goal, um, they would bring milk and cookies. You know, just continuing that theme throughout every step that these people interact with you.
0: That's interesting. That really is cool. We're talking to Chase Wilson and Julie Walter as well as Clifton Alexander from Reactor Design Studios. Um, You guys, we talk about about changing the industries that we work in. Let's talk about that for a second. Uh, Clifton, you want to kind of lead that off and why that's important?
1: And this goes back to, and we could use that case study as an example. We could use a lot of our different clients as an example. You know, some of the industries that we work in are not very sexy industries, right? Or they're industries where people haven't really thought a lot about design or creativity or really reaching out to the customer in a unique way. And so when we get involved and we really challenge our clients to do things that are meaningful to their customer and that speak to them in just the right way, we have this ability to really, really cut through a lot of that clutter and how it ends up ultimately changing – it can change the landscape of what that uh, type of industry looks like. Because Mm -hmm. if you then pull up a trade publication or have a client that's sitting there looking at the the materials we've created or the ads we're creating or whatever it is – and you see something that's just completely different than the industry isn't normally used to seeing, mm-hmm. it changes the discussion. It changes the culture a little bit about around how that industry needs to market itself because then the other companies in those markets are now saying, we got to try to keep up with this now because these guys over here, are, all of a sudden, they're like, they kicked up their game big time. We have this ability to try to change some of these industries. And taking industries, like I said, that aren't, they're not really exciting in theory, so but we make them very could, exciting. So this kind of stuff could
0: be life-changing, could be business-changing for a client. Yep. Julie, do you have any uh, thoughts about any of these mm-hmm. things? I know you were integral in all of them. And uh, any creativity things that you've seen over the last few years that you really like, that yeah. you guys have worked on?
3: Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's why, I mean, you were saying earlier how rare it is for people to be in a creative space for eleven years or five years and in the same place. Well I think the reason why we have that at Reactor is because we do get to work on so many different things. Mm-hmm. And some of those things are really crazy and exciting, like coming up with chips and salsa kits mm-hmm. and some of those things are making flyers for banks. So I feel like we've done some really cool things for a lot of different
0: people. Mm-hmm you guys have and uh, that's real interesting and I, I, I always get excited when uh, something else comes in the mail from you guys <laughs> uh, whether it's for a party or for a it's always creative it's always, always. Uh, it's always cutting through the clutter and I think uh, that's one of the reasons why you've been successful we'll be right back after the break with our last segment We're going to talk about some really cool things happening in KC as well as uh, talk more about is this industry so saturated that it's hard to stand out at certain times you're listening to Grill Nation thanks for joining us. Welcome back to the Grill Nation show. I'm your host, Jason Grill. I want to thank our great guests today who have been joining me from Reactor Design Studios. Great conversation about branding, design, and cutting through the clutter uh, for your business or your brand. We're with Chase Wilson, uh, Julie Walter, and Clifton Alexander. We're going to continue our conversation. uh, Really interesting uh, segment last segment about how you cut through the clutter with a uh, a printer, a large-scale printer on the chips and salsa pairing. and uh, I'm sure they loved... uh, hearing that suggestion and, and we're very surprised when you guys came up with it. Uh I want to talk a little bit about uh you know the KC design scene. What what are we looking at now because I I know a lot of people don't know that it's a pretty big deal here. There's a lot of creative companies in town and and uh you know is that growing or where are we at with that? Because a lot of the the typical listeners probably don't know that Kansas City is kind of known for its design scene. Once you started that Clifton. We are
1: one of the best Creative and design cities in the entire country, and we have talked about this about how this is something that has been going on for decades, uh, for literally forever. I mean, I've been here for a couple decades now, and um, this—you were this, the catalyst. But, right? I was the catalyst. I was, the, I was, I was no, all sh- me. You know, but we. You don't look that old. This was as the I don't look that, (laughs) Um, but as the as the crossroads started to mature, as all those and all that started to happen a little bit around the time that I did come here. So maybe I am a little bit. I don't know, but (laughs) um, but it it's really it's been this way for a very long time. The cool thing is that Kansas City is now finally starting to be recognized for that. Mm that we are being recognized for the things that we've been doing all those years. Um, and that's sort of the biggest piece of it. The the sports architecture, the engineering that we have here, the the technology companies, the design firms, the added, I mean, the freaking Happy Meal was invented here in Kansas City back in the 70s. That's a really big deal. I can't remember deal. if you told me that. So, you did yeah, tell me that. Probably. Yeah, yeah. And so you kind of take that history of Kansas City and you move it all the way through to what's happening right now and the design community. We have literally one of the best design towns and creative towns in all of the so, entire country. So
0: how, how have you maintained that growth of your business? And how are you guys successful in in a saturated industry, at least in Kansas City, that's growing? Uh, is it relationships? Is it networking? Is it your actual designs? What what really is the key? What do you guys think is the key to standing out here in this market?
2: I think it's all of it. I mean, yeah, you know, it's uh, it's the people that kind of Uh, Make up the company. Um, Mm -hmm. That's a huge part of it. I mean, I think we've always positioned ourselves as um, this kind of personality first company. Um, Yeah. You know, we've, I feel like we've got the design shops to to back it up, but, you know, we've always kind of sold ourselves on um, ourselves. Uh, I think that's a huge factor. We have the
1: same design software and the same training as everyone else out there, right? The only real difference is the people and the combination of those people. And so that's what you have to sell as a way to uh, to make an impact because it is very saturated. And literally anyone can get a computer for a couple hundred bucks and add Adobe yeah, Creative Suite for that, 30 <laughs> bucks a month and they're in business,
0: right? And how is that uh, so... You can go online now and have a logo design for twenty bucks. And you know how what? Is that, you how has that changed the world? Because I know a lot of startups out there have used <laughs> oh, those <they> websites initially <laughs> they when they're when they're 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 lean startups.
1: And my my theory on that is that, you know, sometimes I I don't love it, but sometimes it's okay for a kind of a uh, Get you through something, I guess. I, don't I, know, I can't
0: but, imagine how you look at these things.
1: Yeah, I mean, some of these logos. It's are for we five We've bucks. been in an experience where we literally had a company that we designed a logo for. They were waffling, and they decided to go ahead and go on 99 designs and, and try their luck there. And when they came back to it, they said, "You know what? It was clear. I, I showed all the different ideas to all my friends and family and whatever, and yours was always the one." that was the winner every time. And I talked about restraint earlier. Our logo was easily the simplest out of all of the ones that, that this client was seeing, mm-hmm. but there's something about the way we design. And I think Julie's one of my favorite people when it comes to stuff like this, the <laughs> restraint of design, right? When you look at the main star brand that you created or somebody created, I think it was you mm-hmm. that, that it literally says main star. The only element is just a simple sort of n- uh, North West facing arrow, but it tells the entire story of that brand.
3: Mm. I'm very type a, everything has to make sense and have,
1: <laughs>
0: you are type a, I would think you were type B with oh. your creative background.
3: No, not, not so much.
0: I'm type A. <laughs> nice. I'm like everything the opposite of creative. Perfectly in order.
1: In <laughs> okay. oh, and Julia Julie is organized. a unicorn. In our world. Okay. Julie has the unique ability to be an incredibly creative designer and a very organized and detailed person. And those most of the time don't go hand in hand. She also has the ability to So she's type write. A and type B. guys. Yeah. yeah. She can also write. <laughs> she likes compliments cool, so. because yeah. she's getting it. We're affirming <laughs> right. you right That's now. Right. Ah, thanks. Um, but it ultimately goes back to that, right? The restraint that we talked about, the ability to do things in a way that that just make more sense, and are what the client needs, not based on what we think needs to happen. Right? It's about understanding the client in those initial meetings. It's about designing something that is just perfect for that client. It doesn't have to be flashy. I
0: have a. It doesn't have to be crazy. Quick question here, based on what we talked about in our last segment, you talked about a client where you changed everything, uh, brand name, website, yeah. the whole the whole thing, like. What are some key things that people need to think about before they do that?
1: The biggest thing I think is the reason why you cannot just change the name of a company or a brand just because you're, you're failing, right? If, if there's a lot of other things wrong with your business, just changing the name is not going to help it. Mm -hmm. You have to still be a solid company. You still have to have good ideas and those sorts of things. Where we always suggest that people change something is when there's a major leadership change or when the brand has or the company's completely pivoted in what they do, which is a little bit of of your story. You're you're growing the brand. It's no longer what it used to be. Mm -hmm. In the case of Mainstar, which we just talked a minute ago, their former name was First Trust Company of Onega. Have you ever been to Onega, Kansas? Have you ever heard of it? Right. So this is a company that was working nationally with people. On self-directed IRAs, but nobody has any idea where Onega, Kansas is, right? And so we worked with them to help them come up with a name that makes more sense for them in a brand. And so a lot of times it's a pivot in customer, it's a pivot in leadership, or it's um, something else of that nature Mm -hmm. is is when you can kind of get to that place.
0: Let me ask Julie real quick about colors. You talked about your Pantone that you created when you were a kid. What what do colors mean to a brand and a logo? I -hmm. mean, because- it's amazing how intro you guys get about these things. I mean, when you go to a website, if it's purple instead of blue or black, I mean, it's just like, <laughs> come on, man. But why is that so important? And when, what colors are hot right now? Do you have uh, any? You, have any <laughs> you said you're into pop culture. So I'm, I want to know what, what colors are hot. If you go to a website, what color do you want to see white. if you're going to make a sale?
3: <laughs> well, farmhouse <laughs> style, everything's white. and with the pops I'm of noticing green. that on
0: Instagram these days. Oh, yeah. It's always a white background.
3: Everything's clean. Um, That's gotten a hip right now. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I mean, we've said this, I think in every segment today. I mean, we have these big kickoff meetings where we do a bunch of research and dig into every facet of who they are and their business and the color comes out of that, you know, or if they, you know, a a bright and sunny company, does the color yellow make sense or, you know, it's just typical color theory stuff, I guess with that, um, it's just kind of a gut feel.
0: It's interesting to me. Uh, And one thing, too, I want to mention is a lot of these Kansas City companies, including you guys, are having a lot of national success. So that's why Kansas City is growing as a design city even today, as it has been doing for many, many years. Yep. Very cool. I want to thank you guys for coming on today. It was a great show. Clifton Alexander, Chase Wilson, and Julie Walter from Reactor Design Studios. Their website is ReactorKC.com. Great information about the company on there. And I really appreciate kind of more of a high-level discussion about how design branding logo and cutting through the clutter and reaching the unreachable is something that people should be thinking about i appreciate you guys coming on the show today thank you jason yeah thank you it was a Thanks. lot of fun you've been listening to grill nation we'll see you again next week have a good one and take care